Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. Also, welcome or welcome back to Anime Island, the show where I, your illustrious host, Brad Garen, strand my very unfortunate or fortunate, depending on how you want to look at this guest, on a deserted island. However, I am not such a heartless bastard that I strand them there with no entertainment or nothing of the sort. So, outside of, you know, the bare necessities, food, water, lodging, all that fun stuff, I'm going to give them three anime of their choice, whatever they want to choose, to be burned onto a DVD to take with them. Along with those three anime, I'm going to give them a book, a novel, or a film, an album, and a video game of their choice. So, with all that being said, my first guest, or only guest for today, because he, he's special, he cool, he fancy, <laughs> is good friend of mine, Nick Omode. Nick, how the hell are you? I'm good, bro. What's up? Oh, you know, chilling. Chilling. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, hello. I'm good to to be here. Welcome. How are you liking your stay on the island so far? I hope everything is up to, you know, par of some shape, form, or fashion. Uh, it's pretty good, but, I, you know, I could use some entertainment, so. Mmm. Well, if there is anything that I am good for here, it is going to be entertainment. <laughs> However, before entertainment, my first question is, what kind of brought you into the world of anime? What got you started down the path of animation? Oh man. Um well, kind of a kind of a story. So when I was younger, I um probably started for like first watched anime when I was like uh like fourth grade, fifth grade or so. Um I had a friend who was really into it and he would talk about it a lot. So I kind of tried it out for a little bit, but um I kind of was in that culture of like, oh, all uh, if you watch anime, you're a wee bit of loser. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I can't watch it. I can't. I can't be part of that culture. So I like deprived myself of all that beautiful beautifulness for years. Um, but over the past, uh, I mean, a couple of years ago, I realized that I was all bullshit. Obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I hadn't really up until like a few months ago i hadn't really actually like taken the time to be like you know what i'm gonna get back into it let's start watching some shit because i I hear a lot about it got a lot of friends who are into it hear amazing things about it why not so um a lot of what i know has just actually been in the past few months but i've seen i've seen some stuff over the over the course of the years too but haven't been really into it until recently so Mm-hmm. Now, what was the first show that kind of got you into it, or rather, what kind of got you back into it? Um, it's actually the same show for both answers. So the first oh. ever, I think the first ever anime I recall, well, first ever anime I recall watching is probably Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. But first ever anime I really like, I, I mean, I don't know, Dragon Ball Z was just something that was on like Adult Swim after 10 o'clock. So, you know, that that was just there. I never really gave it a proper watch but one that really i got me into it was sort of online oh um, it's a, such a good starter anime very, for everyone yes, so very, i get that very much like it was because i was so into video games and gaming that i was like yo you know a tv show about it would be awesome so i think i watched it when it very when it like first came out when the first season came out mm-hmm. um and i fucking loved it so i watched it a really long time ago uh when that happened mm-hmm. um and that was like like fourth or fifth grade or it might have been like middle school i don't remember i'm not very good with time but i think sao came out in like 2012 ish somewhere around in there if i'm not mistaken yeah. yeah that would have been like early middle school late elementary for me i guess yeah okay i'm a young boy 
Damn, Anyways. I forget how young you are. <laughs> yeah, now I feel I'm old. I'm only 20 <laughs> years old. I'm a little baby. Oh, um, man. But yeah, that was the first anime I watched, and I really liked it. Um, and I, because there's so much stuff I really like about it, um, but I'll get into that later. But yeah, that's what really got me into it. And then um, I remember starting the uh, the Gun Gale Online arc, and then mm-hmm. never, like, never finishing it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that was around the time where I kind of dropped anime and then, uh, like probably like six months ago or so I was like, yo, I kind of want to rewatch that. I really liked that show when I was younger. I should, I should give that another watch. And mm-hmm. so I did. And I saw there was so much more fucking content release and I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and so oh, I watched, goodness, there's so much, so I've watched all of it now, except the movies I haven't, or the, at least a new movie. Um, I don't know if it's out yet, but. I haven't really dug into it, but I've, I've watched like all of it now. Um, and I fucking love it. So there's, a, there's two films. You have ordinal scale yeah, that took yeah. place in the time frame between seasons two and three. Mm-hmm. And then you have progressive, which goes back and retells the entire original arc, but it's a floor by floor retelling. Oh, I'm collecting the progressive manga because for me, for one, the manga for SAO is much more of a favorite of mine rather than the show because mm-hmm. the manga is not a harem at all. Whereas the first season of SAO, it's a borderline harem anime. If I'm going to be truthful, at least for mm-hmm. me, I love SAO with all of yeah. my heart. But the first season's kind of a harem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, that's totally fair. I don't, I don't disagree. So, if the Sao incident would be real, because it is 2022, which is whenever Sao that's takes true, place yeah. in the actual timeline, if the Sao incident were real, with the same repercussions of the show, would you do it? I think I would, honestly. Same. Um, <laughs> I like, dude. This world's already going to shit. Like, I don't. It would be fuck it, dude. If I'm gonna go out, it's gonna be cool as shit, at least. Right? Why not? So, I mean, I we're I both gamers. I think, so. Yeah, I would do it. I think I would do it. And like, I, I mean, I guess I, I say that now, but if it were to actually happen, who knows what I would actually do? But I feel like I would. Yeah, you know? I, I totally get that, one hundred percent. So outside of that, the we we touched on the fact that you're a gamer, but also mm-hmm. you stream or have streamed. I realize I you're a very busy individual. Oh, yeah. Right now, but what got you into the world of streaming or content creation in general? Um, well, content creation is something I've been following for a very fucking long time since the early days of YouTube when I was just a wee mm-hmm. lad. Um, so I I have always loved watching people make content, specifically gaming content. Um, I've always loved the idea of being able to combine, you know, a passion of you know, like playing games, enjoying time with friends, having funny moments and being able to turn that into something that can uh, legitimately be a, you know, either a career or just some sort of professionality that you can, mm-hmm. you know, uh, have something that you can be, be more than just like a, a hobby, but something you can share with other people and appreciate and work towards and just something, something, it, it just makes it all that more fulfilling. So um, something I've, I've liked for a really long time, um, and of course, I always wanted to do it when I was younger. I feel like every child nowadays wants to be a YouTuber. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I was one of those. So I was one of those. So, um, But I, I hadn't really tried doing anything uh, for myself because obviously I was, for one, too young and just too naive to really understand the full extent of it. But um, me and my girlfriend, Bonk Bing Bonk, uh, decided that we, it was kind of something we were both kind of interested in. We realized that like, hey this is something we could actually do. Um, 
so we both kind of started uh, live streaming on Twitch around the same time. Um, we chose live streaming over like video production and stuff. Cause I feel like it's a good way to get your foot in the door and like learn, learn how to produce content without fully learning like the commitments of video editing and following a schedule and stuff like that. You kind of just do it as you please and learn as you go. Um, so that's what we started out with. Um, and it worked really well. And uh, she's still going strong. She's doing great. She's having awesome growth. Uh, I was doing pretty all right. I'm just a very busy person. So I've, I'm kind of on a hiatus right now. I do eventually plan to return maybe in summer when I'm more free or something like that. But um, I have some good ideas lined up for when I do. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to make it work one way or another. I'll, I'll be back. Really like it. So yeah, that's that's very exciting because not going to lie. I know Bonk was talking about this the other night whenever she was watching the interview that she did with Watch Holly. Mm-hmm. But genuinely, you were one of my favorite streamers to <laughs> watch. I, I realized I met Bonk first, but then through her getting introduced to you and the rest of the OBF fam, just watching your streams, it's genuinely one of the most entertaining things <laughs> that I've ever got to watch. It's great. Yeah, it's very, uh, yeah, that's very inspiring to me, like hearing people say that because like it, it makes me want to do it even more, even though I'm, I mostly obviously do it for myself but of course like having that reinforcement always helps too so that that gives me a little bit more drive to make it work so um i'm very excited uh if you if you genuinely do want to see more stay tuned it will it will will be back soon yes near future we'll we'll let you spell out your actual plug whenever we get to the plug portion of the podcast because it's gonna it's not hard but at the same time i i think it needs spelling that's fair yeah it's it's odd man (laughs) yeah but it's great nickel mode i mean nickel mode nickel mode so catchy now yeah (laughs) (laughs) so your first offering of what i'm going to burn onto a dvd for you on this deserted island what is it going to be so i've thought about this a lot um so well i mean since you're talking about it i think i would i think i would choose sword art it holds a really it holds a really special place in my heart no matter Mm -hmm. how cringy some of the stuff in it may be (laughs) i Uh, i really really enjoy it the cringe is i don't know it it hits it hits a special spot in my heart Mm -hmm. um i'm I'm a sucker for the love stories i i love the action i don't know i i love i love badassery all right it it gets me okay so i um, I get that 100 i really really enjoyed the new season um the new uh alicization arc i thought that was wonderful Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited to see what comes next. Hopefully, it's not like too milked or too bad. But considering what they've done so far, I think it'll be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. So I actually really enjoyed that. I didn't know if I would. Um, so, despite me having seen it a lot, um, I think it's something I can watch over and over for a very long time because it does hold. It, it just hits a, a sweet spot inside of me. So I think that'd be one of my choices for sure. So, what about it outside of the gaming aspect is appealing? to you from it are you an animation kind of guy are you a soundtrack kind of guy because seo definitely got a huge animation buff from alicization on or i guess ordinal scale is whenever Mm -hmm. it really picked up and then it carried over into seasons three and four so what what outside of that is appealing to you um yeah i mean definitely i mean definitely all that uh Mm -hmm. uh, i think animation's very yeah the animation is very appealing it's very intricate um fun to watch i really do enjoy the soundtrack the um the openings and the the opening music they chose for each thing 
um, especially for like the the little uh, like very small arcs they had happen in between the gun the gun gale arc and the alicization mm-hmm. arc with like mother's rosario and stuff like that like the music choice in those was fucking wonderful um i oh, watched 100%. i watched it every single time um like normally i skip through them but like mm-hmm. I, I i had to watch them through every time because i enjoyed it and they, the way they would sync up like their movements with the music I, oh it was perfect i loved it so mm-hmm. um so the music definitely was great uh, I feel like the season one music is just super iconic as well, too. So even that's a great choice. Mm, yeah, Lisa can definitely do no wrong in the anime community. But Crossing Field is an all-time top mm-hmm. 10 for, I think, most anime fans. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I 100% get that. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, the Yeah, the animation definitely ramped up. You're right. So that was really cool, especially in like the Alicization with all the like the system call animations and shit like that like that was super mm-hmm. cool there the, like the oh my gosh and like all the uh especially when they would like use their weapons and do like the full recollection moves and shit like oh my gosh it was mm-hmm. so cool and they had so many different versions of that and it was just beautiful to watch so um i really like that um so the animation was great the music was great uh, just the overall plot in general, uh, it was pretty good. Again, it's I, I think everybody can agree there was a lot of cringy moments throughout it, but they're pretty funny and enjoyable to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and despite that, I again I'm still a sucker for the love story and shit. It it hit a sweet spot in my heart when I was younger, and it still hits a sweet spot today. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's I don't know, pretty much every part of it. I love it. Um, it feels it feels like something. That could, I, I think the idea of it's really cool. I think it's something that could kind of genuinely maybe happen one day, but not necessarily anytime soon. Definitely not 2022. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I don't know, the, the, the realism of it, like the the weight that it carries throughout the show felt really cool. Um, just seeing how like the, the, the effects, like the mental and physical effects it had on the characters. I don't know. Very cool. I, I like, there's not really a bit of it I don't like other than the, parts that make you cringe a little bit but <laughs> other than that mm-hmm. it's uh, it's great so some like so, definitely watch time and time again yeah 100 percent. so what's your favorite and least favorite arcs out of the show um oh favorite is definitely the mother's rosario arc like mm-hmm. that shit made me fall dude ball i loved it again like that that also have my favorite uh music mm-hmm. um I thought the story was very wholesome, very cute. I don't know. I I, I liked it a lot. It it made me very happy to watch mm-hmm. that arc. And I didn't. I'm not a big fan of like filler transition one off arcs and stuff like that. But I, it's it definitely earned my spot as number one. Least favorite, probably the Gun Gale. Uh, I liked it. I know it's not. I know it's not a big, a big. Uh, a big like like people don't like it that much among the community it's not their favorite mm-hmm. um but i didn't hate it i mean it was okay i mean just compared to all the other stuff it's just not as good in my opinion but it's 100 percent still worth watching uh i thought the story was still really cool um it just didn't have the same i, I didn't have the same level of intensity as like following season one where season one you had millions of people whose lives were constantly in danger and whatnot and then mm. season two kind of just follows like a couple characters who are really in danger. So it, it just it scales down the level of intensity. Um, but the the way it's directed makes you still feel it in some ways, um, even though it's not 
on such a large scale, it's it's still it was still enjoyable to watch. But compared to the other stuff, it's just not as not as deep in the story and whatnot. So um, it was all right, though. I didn't hate it. It's just not my favorite out of all of them, for sure. Understandable. Understandable. One thing that I love about SAO and the fandom itself is everybody has different takes. Mm-hmm. on what their favorite arc is, what their least favorite arc is, yeah. and the reasoning behind it. So it's always awesome to talk to people about it, because also, generally unpopular opinion, but I know that you'll agree with me on this, SAO is extremely underrated. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it got such a bad rep after the first fairy arc, because of how weird things got. Yeah, And then they sure. dropped it, and they never paid attention to anything after that, and if they would pick it back up and give it a chance it's totally worth watching yeah absolutely yeah i agree yeah there's uh, i mean yeah and especially once you get into alicization like it wow like the fucking oh my gosh that one just pulls on your heartstrings like every which way and it's just so cool to see him i, I mean i guess i i mean i probably already said a million spoilers but spoiler um <laughs> uh, like seeing having kirito like just like like the main character that everybody loves and has been watching just be a badass just like completely mia or Mm -hmm. like just like useless for like most of the season Mm -hmm. um and just seeing how all the other characters um like look up to him and revolve around him and how much they like depend on him and shit and then when he finally like you know regains his his consciousness he's just fucking badass like that like I don't know. That is so much freaking cooler than what they did in like season two and stuff and with the fairy arc and whatnot. That like I feel like a lot of people who gave it up after that are being deprived of that. Being deprived of that, you know? Yeah, one hundred percent. And the ability they have to call back to old spots, like especially yeah. during the fight with the Oracle or the administrator, mm-hmm. whenever they call back to Kirito's whole dual wielding ability and the way that they do that it was so good so cool yeah I loved it (laughs) yeah it's great it really is peak storytelling so to everybody out here listening you're getting a double endorsement on this episode go go check it out because it's totally (laughs) worth it it just gets better and better it really does season two is like okay but once you pass that you're like goddamn glad I watched past it Yeah, 100%. If anything, just stick around for the OPs, EDs, and Mm -hmm. the animation budget increase. Because it's so pretty. Absolutely. All right. So, outside of your anime choices, I've already said I will give you a few other items. So, book. Um, I'm not a big book reader, but my favorite book of all time is 1984 by George Orwell. That'd probably be what I pick, because there's a lot to unpack in that book. I feel like mm-hmm. it's something you can read a lot and find something new every time um, or like interpret something differently or uh, just find something new you didn't read beforehand. And it's, it, it's a big book. So like it, it, it takes some time to get through each time, but I, there's just a lot to unpack with that book. Um, so I think it's a really cool. I mean, if you have all the time in the world, it'd be a really cool opportunity to really, look through what each everything means really analyze every paragraph read it through carefully and like just i don't know it there, there's so much it can tie into um it's a timeless novel it's it, it's it's very cool like it's it's super impressive what um 
ideas he was able to convey in 1948 that are so relatable to now in 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, It's insane to to understand. Uh, He was a fucking genius author. So Mm -hmm. super, super cool book. Um, I haven't read it in quite a while. It's been a couple of years, but I own like three different copies just because I love the artwork that um, they always make for the covers. Um, But that'd probably be the book I choose. I really like it. And then, so with this being an anime podcast, I got to ask, are you a manga fan? Are you into collecting anything uh, like that? Not anymore. Uh, I used to be, and I, I might b- get back into it, but again, I'm not a big reader. Um, mm. I, I, I have a hard time reading and staying focused during reading. That's why I like shows so much because it's easy to stay engaged for me. Understandable. Understandable. But I, I get do, that. I do. En- when I, when I get into a book or like a manga or an- anything that's, really enticing i get into it and i blow through it so um i I think i would like to start reading a lot of the manga and especially uh, like some of these series that i've been watching the anime adaptations from that i know have like much longer mangas like demon slayer um and like all that like i i would love to read the mangas of those and see what what's similar what's different um and see what happens beyond what's been produced already Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that'd be really cool. So since you talked about Dragon Ball and Demon Slayer both, so I'm not sponsored by them in any way, shape, form, or fashion. <laughs> However, I plug the hell out of them. Yes. Because it's genuinely one of, in my opinion, the best deals that you can find whenever it comes to manga. So Viz Media, yeah. that does a lot of the translations for English manga, especially Shonen, mm-hmm. they have an app. And for $2 a month, you can read as much shonen as you could possibly want. Wow. They have all of Demon Slayer, Food Wars, Dr. Stone, Dragon Ball. I oh just God. peak shonen. They have it all. And you can read it all. Again, as much as you could possibly want for $2 a month. Wow. that's I didn't know that. I'm going to have to check yeah, that out. I, <laughs> that's really cool. I pay for it just because I like to read manga. I realize I'm filling up a shelf full of it. Yeah, I've seen, if, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, but I will gladly read it on my phone because, I mean, for one, I want to try to keep my manga in as good condition as possible. That's fair. But two, I don't know. I like reading things on my phone. I'm, I'm weird, I guess. I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's nice. It's uh, I don't. It's a lot easier to be honest. Like you don't have to hold the hold the page open and like bend the shit out of the spine of the book to hold it comfortably mm. and reading good lighting like you know it just all does that for you so you don't have to worry about it (laughs) that is true because i i grew up in the age where i had a game boy growing up and those things didn't have backlights so Mm -hmm. if you didn't have like the little usb port overhead light or a light on in the car if you were playing out and about to piss off parents that you you just didn't get to play i I also had one of those when i was younger too actually and i i remember like every time because my parents wouldn't let me turn on the lights in the car because it it distracted them Mm -hmm. um so every time i'd pass by like a street light for like the couple seconds that i'd pass by it i'd like do as much as i could on my game and then pause and wait for the next street light. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Oh, I feel like a lot of people did that too. So I don't know. I, I just remember doing that. And I was like, I'm like, oh my like, God, imagine just having an illuminated screen. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then within a couple of years, we got it and we're like, oh yeah. my God, technology. What have I you know, done? Well, I had it at my age, but. I just, I, I started like, I, even though I was, I had like newer technology out when I was younger, I still 
started with like like the most like the first Game Boys that came out and kind of progressed as the years went on, which was still cool because I still got the experience that a lot of other people did. Yeah, and we we definitely triggered some memories for some people out there. So you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what album would you take and why? Um, probably. Uh, oh, there's so many fucking choices. I think I would probably take a Coldplay album. That's my favorite mm-hmm. band. Probably, probably Ghost Stories would be my would be my choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know if you're super familiar with what's on it, but that has a lot of really uh just like more chill laid back um but still like emotional and passionate songs and like i have probably listened to the songs on that album no joke like 500 times each um mm-hmm. and i they're not old like i love them i could listen to them all day long they're my favorite band like that that'd probably be my choice for sure mm-hmm. um if it's not that album another album from them uh, but I can I can listen to their music on repeat without it getting old in my head, which is rare mm. for me. So um, that I think that'd be my choice. Yeah, I think everybody kind of has that one artist or mm-hmm. one album or even one song that they can just put on at any point yeah. and just listen to it nonstop and just never get tired of it, regardless Absolutely. of how much you listen to it. Absolutely. All right. So second anime. All right. Um, so kind of funny uh, that we were talking about this earlier, but I think I would choose Dragon Ball for the sheer length that mm-hmm. it is, um, because if I'm going to be here for the rest of my life, I want to I mean, you know, it's great to watch an anime over and over that I really like again, but I also want something that can have a lot of longevity. Um, mm-hmm. And if if we count all of Dragon Ball as one anime, then that's fucking that's a good that's a good chunk of time that I can dedicate. And especially if I watch it a few times throughout the time I'm on this Island, like mm-hmm. um, that's going to keep me busy for quite a while. Cause it's a very long series. Um, yeah, so I, I think, think Dragon really Ball cute. has like 89 episodes. Dragon Ball Z has 119. And yeah. I know super has 131. Yeah. So if we count, like if I could like take all three of those together, and count it as one then i think hey, I man, would. if i had it's your one, episode so you would. you kind of make the rules if, if we're playing by those rules and absolutely because that's just <laughs> so much fucking content to go through um so like i could watch that forever and you know let it never and that mm-hmm. would be something that really keep me busy for a long time um and i love the story of dragon ball but god damn no other no other show can make five minutes stretch into 30 episodes so uh it it really does keep you busy (laughs) for a long time it really does so do you do you want to piss some people off with a hill you'll die on (laughs) sure so gt or no gt i think it's worth watching i would say yeah okay i could live without it but like yeah i mean again if if we're going for maximum content here then yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's one of those things for dragon ball fans i love to talk with them about things especially gt because gt is either a love it or you hate it or there are the few people like myself that will pick certain things out like super saiyan 4 very cool form yeah and there are certain bits in it that were really good but then some that were really really bad yeah i agree it definitely is not the same level as the rest of the anime um Mm -hmm. but 
it's i think it's worth watching still absolutely like i i would i i definitely like when I, when i do watch through dragon ball um i definitely watch it so um and i love i love monkey so super saiyan 4 all the way <laughs> <laughs> i i i could get that i get that 100 <laughs> percent so have you watched all the way through it or are you caught up at uh, least through I, super I haven't watched very much of Super at all, actually. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really so again. That's another thing. It's like a lot of this I'd probably watch it for the first time. I've seen uh, most of Dragon Ball, all of Dragon Ball Z, GT, but I don't think I've seen very much. Of, I think I've seen like a few episodes out of Super because um, mm. that is newer. And again, like I only got back into anime recently, so I haven't really got a chance to. But I definitely will be soon. I just hope it's not as full of filler as dragon ball z is um, so super has very little filler like it has uh, it has a couple episodes sprinkled here or there in between arcs but what uh-huh. shonen doesn't and i guess more modern day shonen is really good about not putting as much filler but the good thing about super is it wasn't going up against a manga at the time that it had to follow along with so you need to stretch it out as much as possible to give the manga as much time to breathe yeah as possible super came out before the manga was written so the manga just kind of served for super as to fill in a little extra details here yeah. or there so but yeah super is definitely not nearly as filler filled okay. as others so yeah it, i know it's definitely an easier watch really enjoy it so I, i'm definitely gonna take a look i'm definitely gonna get into it at some point but i got a lot of that i'm working on right now to just catch up in in general in the whole culture like right now i'm watching like I, I just finished Demon Slayer. I'm watching My Hero right now. I'm also mm-hmm. watching Attack on Titan again because I only had seen like the first season. So I'm just I'm just doing like a lot of catch up in general. Um, yeah. And eventually I'll, I'll hit super. And you're you're definitely catching up on staples too because I know AOT is getting ready to end. My Hero just announced that it's dropping season six in autumn. Right. Yeah. And I'm blown through My Hero. I started it like a week ago. I'm already on season three. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. I love that show, dude. (laughs) It's so good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Season one is a little bit of a drag, at least as somebody that's watched the first season Mm -hmm. six or seven times now. Yeah. My hero is one of my go-tos for like getting somebody hooked on anime. I'm like, hey, do you like superheroes? If so, watch this. Because it's a very accurate representation of what a superhero society would be like. That would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But then also you're getting into the really good shit too. Like seasons three, four, and five are some of my favorite bits, period, of pretty much any shonen. So mm-hmm. you're you're getting into the really good stuff. Yeah, I'm really excited for that because um I it, if you've ever seen the boys on on Netflix or on Amazon Prime, um it's a live action show, but it's it's similar in the way that it like uh depicts superheroes in a more real quote-unquote realistic setting like what superheroes would actually be like versus just you know your traditional marvel dc superheroes that have mainstream powers like these guys are more no pun intended quirky right they have a lot more (laughs) they have a lot more unique like interesting powers and not just your Mm -hmm. traditional around the middle flying super strength super speed like boring shit you know Um, that's seen in everything ever so it's really cool like and god the amount of the amount of stuff they have to come up with too. I was like, Oh my God, like how do you even come up with half of these powers? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's just really cool. It, it feels a lot more like what superheroes would probably actually be like. Um, 
So I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. Um, I th- I, it's pretty good. And yeah. I almost consider that putting that on my list today, but I was like, I haven't seen the full thing yet. I can't really for sure say. Um, I actually avoid watching it for the longest time too because I had heard the fandom is either really cool or really fucking weird. Oh, so. the My Hero <laughs> fandom give us all such bad names. <laughs> and so and I've met some really that. cool yeah. My Hero fans, but at the same time, if you pay any attention to Twitter, TikTok, or anything like that, the My Hero fandom sucks, yeah. man. Yeah, and that's why, I, that's why I avoided it for so long, so I was like, uh, what fucking show is making people act like this, bro? I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> but it, it was mostly like listening to you and shit talk about it. I was like, okay, it's coming from a person who I, who has never given me a bad recommendation. Let's try it out, and you were right, so... Um, and then on that note, how are you still enjoying my dress up, darling? Fucking love it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so funny. I love it. Oh my God. Oh, it's so brilliant. And I, whenever I first saw the trailer for it, I immediately fell in love with it. But then I saw Cloverworks was making uh-huh. it. And I'm like, fuck, you guys are going to fuck over every uh-huh. expectation I have again. <laughs> because ha- have you seen the promise Neverland? Um, no, I haven't actually. So to give you the overarching bit of it without spoiling anything, the first season took the entire world by storm. Everybody loved it. They perfectly captured psychological horror Uh to a T. Every episode ended on a cliffhanger and it was just one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen. Season two, they crammed a hundred chapters of manga into six episodes. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I have never been so upset with something in my life. I was so upset that you could take something that was so universally loved. Everybody in the anime fandom loved that show. Yeah. And they screwed it up. That's fine. So, yeah, that that definitely hurt me. But I was like, you know what? It looks pretty. I'm going to try it out. Yeah. And I was immediately hooked. I am a huge sucker for romance for slice of life anime in general i rewatch your line april every year in april i yeah. just adore stuff like that's that so this queue. show it's on my queue it's so good you're gonna have your heart ripped out i know so i know i will but it's on my queue you talk yeah, about it, it so much so i'm like i gotta i gotta i gotta watch I, this one i can't not it's my favorite anime of all time <laughs> but this show just genuinely stole my heart and is without a shadow of a doubt winning my anime of the year this year i don't give a shit that we're in march as we're recording this episode anime of the year (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah oh all right so before we carry on to your uh movie and video game that we're going to take on i have one more dragon ball question for you okay if dragon ball came out today i'm not talking about super but Dragon Ball Z, like the main uh-huh. bit that everybody knows, if it came out today with the current climate of anime and the way that it's paced and done, would it last or would it be canceled? I think it'd be canceled. There's too there's too much filler. Like yeah. with the other expectations that we see from all the other current like modern day anime, like Attack on Titan, My Hero, Demon Slayer, like it it those shows are so packed with action and something interesting happening and leading you on the edge of your seat and wanting you to watch more every single episode mm-hmm. that dragon ball when it has the fucking five minutes that freezes blowing up namek in 30 episodes like people would just stop watching 
it's it's so long and so drawn out. And don't get me wrong, I love the story. It's super cool. It's your classic fucking badassery, but it's so long. I think people would just be like, yeah, they're just they're running out of ideas. And they're they're not. You know, it, it's it's too long. Um, if they trimmed it down and made it more abridged, then I think it would do great. But um, God, with, Dragon Ball Z abridged is so great. Yeah, with its filler, it's 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 too much. It's too long. I don't think it could last compared to all these other animes that we have going on right now. I agree. I'd 100% agree with that. And I think any of the mainstream big three, like I think if one piece ever broke itself up rather than going continuously week after week, the way Mm -hmm. that it has it, Naruto, stuff like that. I don't think any of them would be able to last in the current climate. Yeah. And especially with the week to week uh, thing, like the whole week to week, watch waiting a week for something. Like I have a hard enough time with as much shit as they pack into like demon series episodes waiting for a week. So mm-hmm. when they're like, I can't even imagine waiting a whole week for a fucking Dragon Ball Z episode because uh, it's just there's not a lot going on, but you want to know what happens next. So it just wouldn't like people would just get too fed up with it. We're, we're too yeah. impatient as a community already. There's no way mm-hmm. we'd be able to tolerate Dragon Ball's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. As someone that watched super week to week from whenever it was coming out, I envy people like you that are going to be able to watch it just fully and complete, not only watch it fully and completely, but watch it dubbed. Yeah. Because Dragon yeah. Ball's sub is garbage compared yeah. to the dub, at least in my opinion, like, yeah, I, the I'm, dub is fantastic. Like genuinely, they do a fantastic job with it. Yeah, it it's brilliant. So I I definitely think that it I I agree, and that's another topic I like to touch on is whether like the quote unquote big three of anime if it would last today, and I I don't think it would. Yeah, when they swap up voice actors in like the middle of the Frieza arc too, or like when they're fighting mm-hmm. the Ginyu Force, I think people would get fucking furious about that too. I was furious. When I watched it, and within a couple episodes, I was used to the voices, but like, uh, that's not that's a big no no. Like, you don't do that. You don't you don't yeah. just change all the characters all of a sudden, and it's because they swapped like studios or something, right? So, um, or they had a whole I, new dub team. Um, yeah, I think they brought in some new people, and it was very temporary because very shortly after they brought a lot of the original people back because yeah. I know Goku got swapped for a little bit, Frieza got swapped for a little bit, yeah. Like there was quite a bit that kind of happened in that arc. And then I think they're like, oh shit, bring them back. Yeah. Cause I remember when that happened, I was like, like when first time I was watching it, I was like, what did they do? They ruined mm-hmm. it. Like, why, why would you do that? I like, I was so fucking upset. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like they just ruined the whole dub for me. And then I'm like a couple episodes later, I'm like, oh, this is fine. I'm used to yep. it now. Like, <laughs> but mm-hmm. again, if that was something that were to happen to like, I can't imagine because, like, I've watched the Demon Slayer dub. Like, I can't imagine if they swapped the Demon Slayer voice actors halfway through. Like, I'd be fucking furious. I mean, I I think they could throw a noise and fuck Anosuke's voice actor away and get a new one. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Anosuke's voice actor is genuinely the only reason that I won't watch Demon Slayer dubbed. Really? Because I I hear it and I hear two characters. I hear Kirito and I hear uh, Meliodas. Because it's the same dude I can that does that. it. And I just don't... Oh, is it really? I, yeah, it is. I actually didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's all done by the same guy. And so that's why whenever I heard it, I was like, I don't I don't like that. My brain doesn't appreciate it. I think there would have been better people that kind of fit more of the tone of what they got in the subbed version. Yeah. 
And don't get me wrong, the dude that does it is phenomenal. And props yeah. to him for making it work. Because I know Anosuke is such a hard character to pull off. And if Absolutely. I were put in that position, I don't think I could do it. You need to have so, a level of fucking energy that is you got you have to have a lot of motherfucking energy to be able to pull yes, it off. Yes, you do. And I I bet that shit hurts too. I, yeah, like absolutely. to voice act that because what what I've done I know hurts me and I know Anosuke with what would come with that. My God. Which is <laughs> how much he fucking screams like your throat's gotta be sore, dude. Like I don't like that, but the you way have he to laughs yell everything too. you say. Yeah. Like you basically have to yell everything you say. So it's like it would God, that would be really hard. Like your throat would be killer. Yeah. All right. What film will you be having with you on this island? So this is I think I, I think I can safely say this is my favorite film of all time. Um mm-hmm. Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, Howl's is brilliant, man. Oh my gosh. The the music, the animation, the story, the carrot, like everything about it. It's Mm-hmm. I, I could watch it back to back to back over and over again. I love probably my favorite film of all time. Absolutely. I I 100% get that. Ghibli is so timeless yeah. in pretty much every variation that you can think of. Everything they do still holds up mm-hmm. to today and holds up better than a lot of stuff today. And How's Moving Castle? I know Blue just watched that for the first time when everybody really? covered it on the podcast and she fell in love with it. Oh, love it, dude. Any studio God, that really goes for any studio Ghibli movie, but for me specifically, mm-hmm. Howl's Moving Castle. I think that was the first one I ever saw. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I think it was the first studio Ghibli movie I ever saw, and I oh, I love it, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I, I own like like 75% of like the studio Ghibli movies on a steelbook, mm-hmm. um, and they all are like color coordinating steelbooks and they all have like the same art style, so oh, it's so good. I love oh, it. Oh, that's sick. Uh, but yeah, definitely like. It's, that's a movie I can watch over and over and over and just absolutely love it. It's such a beautiful fucking movie. It it really is. The storytelling is phenomenal. The pacing is also phenomenal. The it's just there's so much to love about it. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic movie. So definitely I think I can safely say that would be my choice. Mm-hmm. And then video game. Um this is really hard because I'm a very I'm a I'm the kind of person that like devotes their life to a video game for two months and then never touches it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if there's one game I could choose, it'd probably be probably be Skyrim, just because that's a game that I can. Again, it's a very if you really will like 100 percent it, it's a very long game. Um, oh, yeah. It keep you very busy. Um, but I've also played through it so many fucking times and I still love doing it every time. And mm-hmm. if per se, I somehow have an Internet connection at this island and I can download mods, then it's basically infinite possibilities. At that, point. I mean, so, it, it's your episode. I'll yeah. I'll definitely allow we got, it. Uh, we got we got Starlink over there, so we'll have Internet. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> just just call up Elon real quick yeah. and be like, hey, man, so listen, I got to download some mods. <laughs> <laughs> We could just send the satellite over here for just like ten minutes. Uh, yeah, that'd be just, great. Just, Thank you. Just, just drop me the fiber line. Like we yeah. got this. <laughs> yeah. So if that's the case, and I think that's an easy pick because it's something that could not only keep me busy for a very long time, but something that I could also enjoy doing for a very long time. So I think that combined with all the other content I've chose so far would be a solid fucking setup. Hmm. 
And then with the final piece of content, what is your third and final choice of what you get to keep with you on this island? So right next to Sword Art, um, and honestly may may eventually surpass it as my favorite anime, is definitely Demon Slayer. I've already talked about it a lot throughout the mm-hmm. throughout the podcast so far, but holy fucking shit, dude. I have never enjoyed a show so goddamn much. <laughs> It is brilliant. It is most certainly on the lines of peak shonen. So I, I 100% get that. Are you caught up on season two? Is the dub uh, done? season? Wait, no, the dub is not done. So I think I'm only like a quarter to half of the way through. Uh, you're in for such. But a honestly, I, I think I'm just going to start rewatching from season one with the sub just so I can <laughs> finish it. Um <laughs> And just because I want to watch it, both the sub and the dub, but the dub is really great, like fantastic. Mm-hmm. I I only watch dubs. I I I watch dubs a show because it's less effort for me to read again. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. But <laughs> I only watch dubs if they're actually done well because there's a lot mm-hmm. of shows that are dubbed where they don't um, actually like throw in like the the what would you call that? Like the I guess like the environment that it's traditionally recorded in because in like japanese obviously they're recording with all the foley effects and they're doing it in studio so like if the character is standing in a big open room their voice actually echoes throughout the room and you can hear the acoustics Mm -hmm. um but a lot of like lower production animes the dubs are just recorded on someone talking into a mic so they don't have acoustics and their voice Mm -hmm. sounds the same no matter where they are um so if it's a dub like that i won't fucking watch it because it just pulls away so much from the show makes it less immersive and it, it just sounds like shit um yeah so in in better production animes like demon Slayer and stuff like that i'll watch it because they actually do keep the acoustics and all that fun stuff so um but yeah the dub for this one's great so yeah i I've, i haven't fully finished season two but from what i've watched so far it's got me so fucking hooked um i since i've been watching my hero i haven't actually seen i think the last one or two episodes and I'm considering just holding off and letting more of it come out so I can binge it more because watching week to week is so fucking hard, dude. It's it, so hard. it really is. And I'm definitely the only one out of the duo on this podcast that watches stuff week to week. Blue mm-hmm. absolutely refuses to watch anything week to week. <laughs> no matter how much we love a show. Because she and I both loved ReZero. I definitely much more than her. I could not get her to fucking watch it. I, no matter how hard I tried. I get where she's coming from. I, I get it. Like, I I try to do it, but then I eventually just cave and, and don't. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, But if I have other things to keep me busy in the meantime, like because for, for me right now, again, I have a lot of my hero to watch. So that's yeah. keeping me plenty, plenty satisfied in the meantime. But if mm-hmm. I finish it and Demon Slayer is not fully done yet, like I'm gonna go fucking, I'm gonna go watch it. <laughs> like I, I can't hold back, you know. I have to have something to keep me stimulated. I understand. I understand completely. And you are you're in for a treat. And for everybody that is only watching the show week to week and haven't read the manga, everybody is in for a treat. The next arc is probably my favorite arc out of the whole series. Oh. Because of everything that happens, also, I'm very much an asshole. As much as I like to play that off, I am very much an asshole. And there's a certain bit in the next season. Because I know where... I have a general sense of where they're going to end the next season. Yeah. But there's also a certain thing that happens, which is where I would end it. Because it would be 
the biggest asshole move of a cliffhanger you could ever oh leave somebody god. on for a season. Oh my god. And I would do that. I would piss off an entire fandom just because oh. I'm an asshole. I feel like that's gonna happen now that you fucking say that. That's probably I I don't think they would do that. I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess they previously, at least for season one, they kind of left it on a good, like, definitive ending. Mm. Um, to where, like, if they only ever release one season, like, that could be the end. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, they now that they know, like, they're going to be, they have the budget and they have the people who will watch it, maybe they will. I mean, Demon Slayer is the highest grossing anime of all time especially from a box office perspective i don't know if you paid attention to the to the records that mugen train was breaking yeah holy shit but it was the highest selling film in all of 2020 wow period it broke box office records in japan it became the number one grossing anime in japan the number one grossing anime worldwide it was the only thing to have ever dethroned spirited away yeah, and that that's fucking telling. Like that is very telling. <laughs> yeah, and it just Ufotable knows what they have, and so they're going to continue to keep fans happy. So although they'll end an episode on this big thing that I'm talking about, there's no way in hell that they would end the season on it. Yeah, that's fair. But I would do it solely to watch TikTok and Twitter and everything else. Melt. You would do it just to incite chaos. I I would because I'm the element of chaos. That's what I do. So I I, I get that, one hundred percent. But uh, just I love Demon Slayer so much. They've done a fantastic job with the opening have and yes. EDs getting Lisa and Amir to come in and do the OPs for the show. Just you you can't get a better duo of people to yep. do done. It's uh, it's brilliant. Fantastic. I love Demon Slayer like, so much. God damn, dude, that's like an anime that like if I'm watching it, I'm not doing anything else. Like I am fully attent to it because I want to see every little detail of animation. It's so fucking beautiful, especially like the uh, the breathing forms and shit. Like the animation mm-hmm. they do with that is beautiful. Like the demon blood arts are beautiful. Like, oh my God, like, oh, it's so fucking gorgeous. Like that's something I could seriously like watch again this i feel like this is another thing i could watch and see other details that i didn't see beforehand watching time mm. and again so such a beautiful anime oh yeah and you are in for the biggest treat with episode 10 of the entertainment district arc. So excited hands down the best animation i have ever seen wow on an anime period just everything that they've done with it. So I can't speak highly enough of this particular bit, but this fight scene takes place for well over half the episode. Oh, hell yeah. The episode is done on. So typically your standard episode of anime will be done on twos and threes. So either every second or third frame will be hand drawn and everything Mm -hmm. else in between will just kind of be fluid movement. Mm hmm. The fight was done on ones, so every single frame was animated. Wow. They went off on it, and it shows. I can't... If that gives you any reason to just go ahead and start with the sub and just finish it, that that fight is is 100% worth it. I watched it, and I was just done at that point. I was like, fuck it. Ufotable wins. I will never see anything as pretty that's, as that that's again. That's really funny because I just listened to your uh, to your uh, your uh, episode from 
um, when it when the first season came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were talking about how in the in, when they're in the forest fighting the daddy spider um, and like the tree falls into the water. That was the best animation you've ever seen. And um, just the so particle like, effects fuck. and everything that they did on that was spectacular. And I love that. And I have so since you're telling me that this tops that, that, I'm like, fuck, like, holy shit, what am I in for? So the the whole thing with the tree falling in the water, that was like, you know, the whole RTX off and on meme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is like, all right, how many fucking 3090s can we cram into a PC <laughs> to make this bitch as pretty as possible? Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> It's on that level of still to this day, like I'm well and done past Demon Slayer now and watching other stuff week to week. And yet I still hold that in such a high regard. I genuinely think the only people that will ever be able to top you votable on that one is you votable. Fair enough. <laughs> I just went and watched the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. And one thing MAPPA does spectacularly is how fluid their animation is. Like, I don't know yeah. if you've seen JJK. But those fight scenes are some of the most crisp fight scenes I've ever seen. Like, they get the fighting animation beautifully. That's so exciting. And I'm huge into fight scenes and stuff like that, being a Dragon Ball kid. But there's a difference between how fluid something is and just how fucking pretty Demon Slayer is. Like, Jujutsu Kaisen's great, but Demon Slayer is far and above just the most spectacular animation I've ever seen. So I, that's super exciting. I'm I'm excited so to hyped. hear your thoughts about it I'm going so forward. Fucking hyped. <laughs> so I I'm definitely looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. All right. So with all of that being said, any any final thoughts, any more anime related things you want to talk about before we start to get into all the fun plug things? I don't think so. I think that's a pretty solid setup for for the island. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm going to be set. Like, I can, I, mean, I can you, spend you the certainly rest of my got content. Yeah, and you know, just just for you, just just because you are a homie, I will gladly airdrop you the rest of the Demon Slayer seasons. Oh hell out. yeah, <laughs> perfect. So that that way you'll be able to continue on because I, I hate to strand awesome. you in in the middle of a series, considering there's. I would say probably two seasons in a film left if I had to take a guess. Yeah. So you're, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely airdrop you the rest. Cause I, I can't do that to a homie. I can't leave you halfway through a series whenever you've got, oh, you've got so much content left to enjoy. <laughs> well, even a homie stranded on an Island is one thing. Depriving him of the anime that you're letting him watch is another. All right. Exactly. That's only something you, a monster you, would do. Uh, exactly and look i may be an asshole but i'm not that much of a heartless <laughs> asshole I, I'll, I'll even airdrop you the last bit of my dress up darling too that yes. way you can finish that up whenever it comes out on saturday because i'm not ready for that shit to end oh me either <laughs> oh it's gonna be it's gonna be great so with all that being said give us all your plugs give us why everybody should go check out the nickel mode other than you know all, right. all the reasons you've given us here already all right yeah well my name is nickel mode uh i stream on twitch sometimes um probably be getting back into it uh in the near future so if you want to if you want to be there for that um i make a lot of really head-ass content i'm a very just head-ass person in general uh i'm very goofy i'm full of shit post humor so if you like that Come check me out. My uh, Twitch link is Nickel Mode, spelled N-I-C-C-O 
M O D E E. Two E's at the end. All right. Um, I play a lot of. I'm a big variety person, so I play a lot of different shit. Um, I really like anime. Or uh, yeah, I like anime. Yeah, definitely. That's what I play. I play anime. Um, <laughs> uh, I really like FPS, um, RPG style games. Um, I also love streaming VR games because it makes for some fantastic fucking moments. So I'm uh, pretty sure I still have a bunch of clips up on my channel if you want to go check that out. And uh, I'll probably be doing some more just like real life uh, fucking around, just having a good time. Um, I'm all about good vibes. I try to show the most real side of me that I can. I'm not a big, not uh, a different person off cam as I am, as I am on cam, or at least I try to try to be that way as much as I can, because I just want to, I just want to vibe. Um, and to be honest, I am just a fucking head ass person all the time, every day. So uh, when I stream, that's just me embodying that and just sharing it with the world. So mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to support me, you want to check me out, uh, twitch.tv slash nickel mode, N-I-C-C-O-M-O-D-E-E. Uh, same goes for like my Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so do go follow the nickel mode. Also, while you are following people, go, you know, check out the podcast on all of its things, you know, youtube.com forward slash BNB anime, Instagram, Twitter, all that BNB anime. We, we try to keep everything the same because, you know, we are very simple people and also stupid to come up with anything creative. So that's <laughs> that's where we're at with this. Also, website, www.bnbanime.com. We have all that cool stuff with the fancy voice acting links, links to pretty much everything we've done, friends of the podcast, all that cool stuff. And I'm not used to doing this outro because this is weird i don't have like a next episode to (laughs) plug because this show is simply just for me to chit chat with homies and just spread the love and positivity to all the people around me so i don't i don't even know who i have scheduled for the next episode (laughs) i just have recordings lined up so um be sure to check out the next episode of this whenever it comes out a month from now i don't know who's (laughs) gonna be on it but that someone's gonna be here i hope i hope we don't cancel this it'll be great whoever it is (laughs) (laughs) whoever it is it'll be very great it'll be very entertaining Um, i'm i'm looking forward to it nick thank you so much for joining me on this it's been an absolute pleasure absolutely have you on uh, here thanks for the invite i enjoyed it i had a good time talking with you about about the animes of course, of course. I'm always down to chat anime and just chit-chat with the homies. Nick and I play a lot of Siege and stuff mm-hmm. outside of this, so it's but it's cool to kind of sit down in a quote-unquote official but also laid-back capacity to yeah. sh- shoot the shit about a medium that we both love. So again, genuinely, yes. thank you for joining me on this. It's Absolutely. been an absolute blast. I appreciate the opportunity. I've ha- I really wanted to have someone to talk about this with for a while, so I'm excited I was able to. Yeah, and then we'll we'll have to get you back on at a later date after you've watched some more. Yeah, after I'm more cultured, and my hero. Yeah, so we can <laughs> we can talk about that stuff some more because I'm I'm Hell down yeah. to do follow up episodes of this again. I don't know what this is going to turn into, but it's just here for fun and shenanigans. So who knows what's going to happen? It'll but again, great. thank you for joining me, everybody. Thank you for listening to this. We greatly appreciate it, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.